Good morning. Yeah, we we're still in the series of giving. And praise God for He has given us so much. I'm Obet. I am gifted. God so loved me so much that He gave His only begotten so much. It's only begotten Son. I am gifted. This life that I have is gift from God. He gifted me with a wife, a family, and that's why I'm gifted. And please tell it to your seatmate, you are gifted. Yeah. Okay. We have some. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, so we have additional announcement. Coming this November 2, there will be a spiritual boot camp, uh, spiritual boot camp discipleship ministry. Uh, this is a training for believers and leaders, for pastors. They, are, they have a team who will come this November and will conduct a free training this November 2 at TIC office. This training is developed by Pastor Ted Groves. He is a biblical counselor in the context of pastoral counseling. So, uh, November 2 from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., uh, you are all invited if you, if you want to be equipped as we pray for God to use us, it's better for us to be trained and to be prepared. Okay, next. Okay. Okay, okay. Now, now let's go to cheerful giving. And yes, the good thing about this message is we have a generous God who, who is really the, the giver of everything. He is the source of life. He is the source of all blessings that we have. I praise God. I, I, I praise God for, for giving me such a wonderful family and also giving, placing me in a nice congregation. Yeah, I, I, I'm pastoring the Tagalog Fellowship. They are, they are the most generous people that you could meet. If you want to, if you want to know about them, uh, you could you could visit them this noon. We have a free lunch, I think. No. <laughs> okay. So cheerful giving. What is cheerful giving? Okay. So in so in Second Corinthians chapter nine. Okay. I'll give you some background. Uh, to understand uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, we need to go back and read 2 Corinthians chapter 8. In 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, uh, uh, starting from the early verses, we could know that, we could read there that generosity is not measured by the amount of money. It is measured by the amount of love. Uh, it is written there about the Macedonian church. 
they are very poor, but they are also filled with abundant joy which has overflowed in rich generosity. So here we could say that though Macedonian church is very poor, yet they give generously. Okay. Second, we could also read there the account of Jesus Christ that though he, was, he is rich, he was made poor so that by his poverty we could be made rich. So cheerful giving is grace giving. Grace giving because God is the one who enabled us to give generously. It's, it's also proportionate giving. It's according to one's motivation and one's resources. Uh, it is also written, therefore, if the willingness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what he does not have. So it is according to what God had given us, what God had entrusted us. So, as we read in the Second Corinthians chapter 9, we consider that cheerful giving is giving with eagerness to help. There is willingness. It is not compulsory. It is giving with readiness, with preparedness. You are prepared and ready to give. You could be prepared and not ready, just like you could prepare yourself to come to church and not be ready to worship God. <laughs> so you could, it's, it's, it's being prepared and ready. There is a, an enthusiasm in giving. It is decided from the heart. It is not reluctant or under compulsion. So in short, it is obedient to the good news of Christ. Okay, next, let us look at cheerful giving in Old Testament. Okay, remember that after Exodus or after the Israelites was, uh, was saved from servitude, they stayed at wilderness and they built the tabernacle or the sanctuary or the tent or portable temple. Okay? Whatever you want to call that. So in Exodus 25 verse 2, we could read, God saying to Moses, Tell the Israelite to bring me an offering. You are to receive my offering from every man whose heart Compels him. Now again, we could read, it is giving from the heart. Now, in Deuteronomy 15 verse 10, in helping the poor, God said, Give generously to him and do not let your heart be grieved when you do so. And because of this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in everything to which you put your hand. There is blessing in giving to the poor. So, 
And then next is the most joyous giving that you could find in Old Testament. In in Second Chronicles twenty nine, uh, in First Chronicles twenty nine verse nine. Sorry. Then the people rejoiced because they had given willingly, for with a whole heart they had offered freely to the Lord. David the king also rejoiced greatly. Now, why they are rejoicing greatly? Remember, they give for the building of the tabernacle. Then 480 years after, 480 years after, now they have the chance to give to a permanent place. Oh. So in the account of 1 Chronicles 29, we can read how people operating freely and joyously. Because after 480 years from Exodus and worshiping in a portable temple or portable tent, now God's people will start a great endeavor. They will build their own temple. Isn't it that joyous? When, once you read First uh, Chronicles 29, the whole chapter, you could see that there is a time that uh, David and, and other leaders will stop the people from giving because they receive so much. There is so much joy. Amen. For 180 years, and they were able to build the temple. How I pray that after I don't know how many years, then we could, that God will entrust us to build our own. That will be joyous. Amen? That will be joyous day. Now, God in cheerful giving. Let's just go back to our text. God loves a cheerful giver. It is given. And in order for us to see God, let us look at God that it is He who enables us so we could cheerfully give. He is able to make all grace abound to us. He is the one who supplies the seed to the sower and bread for the food. Now, He supplies seed so that we could sow and bread so that we could eat. Seed is not for eating. Seed is for sowing. Hello. We could only expect harvest if we plant the seed. But if we are eating the seed that should be planted, then we will not harvest. He gives seed for sowing and bread for eating. And, and that is a biblical principle. There will always be seed, time, and harvest as long as there is day and night. Seed, time, and harvest. We could only expect harvest in proportionate to our sowing. Amen. Okay. So God is the 
God is glorified through cheerful giving. So, in verse 12, there will be many expressions of thanks to God. Men will praise God because of giving. God is the one who enables us. He enriches us. He strengthens us. And praise God, we woke up this morning. <laughs> Amen? That's blessing. He is the good Lord who sent His rain both to good and not good. For the righteous and the unrighteous. He made the sun rose for all of us. And, and, and we, should, we should always remember that the Lord our God is the one who gives us power to get wealth. God is the one who gives us the ability. God is the one who gives us opportunity. God, in His goodness, enable us. Now, let us always remember about, about the topic of giving. The Lord don't need don't need this. He owns all the cattle. He owns the cattle. He owns everything. The forests are His. The cattle on a thousand hills. All the creatures of the fields are His. We are His. Amen. And here we could see that God is the model of giving. And we are created after His own image. Therefore, cheerful giving is giving according to your design. Hello. Cheerful giving is giving according to your design. You are made according to God's likeness. You have His image. And Cheerful giving is giving because you have the DNA of your gracious Father. We have the DNA of a loving God who loves us so much that He gave His only begotten Son. That as we go back to the gospel, we could see that, hey, we have a loving Father and we are basking in His goodness and His greatness. And what we have is His. In 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though He was rich, yet for your sake He became poor, so that through His poverty might become rich. He gave joyfully. In, in Hebrews 12 Verse 2, he said, For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. He sacrificially gave his own life for the joy set before him. Amen. So cheerful giving is good. Amen. Cheerful giving is good. And, and we pray, and I pray that 
all of us will excel in this grace of giving. Okay, next slide, please. Okay. Why it is good? Cheerful giving is good and it is contagious. It can influence others for action. 2 Corinthians 9 verse 2, For I know your eagerness to help, and I have been boasting about it to the Macedonians, telling them that since last year, you in Achaia were ready to give, and your enthusiasm has stirred most of them to action. Graceful giving, cheerful giving is contagious. Amen. You know, we, we, have a ma- we have a member. She already went back to the Philippines. She is earning around 17000 per month. She is a single mom. But she decided, I will faithfully give to the Lord. So she faithfully gave her tithes. And above that, to other ministries as well. And even to traveling missionaries. And then, her employer will always deduct half day whenever she attends church. But she decided, even though I will serve the Lord. So, for how many years, that is her condition. Every time she attends, she has deduction. So, her employer will deduct an amount. Okay, so earning 17000 maybe a 2000 deduction is... It's good amount of money. But she decided that even though she will tithe, and she will tithe tithe the whole, the whole 17,000. Now, last year, before she went back home, the Lord moved the heart of her employer and in one day gave her the whole amount, the whole amount that was deducted to her throughout six or seven years. We cannot outgive God. God is faithful. Amen. And through her testimony, others were encouraged. It became contagious. Cheerful giving is contagious. Amen. And try to imagine if, if we have that in our midst. Not blue, but cheerful giving. Amen. What could happen to Taipei? What could happen to Taiwan? How can we reach more cities for the glory of God. Amen. Remember, we cannot outgive God. Cheerful giving displays grateful attitude for the grace we received from God. 
it's, it displays grateful attitude. In, in verse 8-11, it said, And God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound in every good work. You will be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. Now, 10 years ago, I have a friend. Sister's son is a businesswoman. And she survives from loan to loan. But she had this hunger and she wanted to serve the Lord. So she opened her house for Bible study and invited her neighbors and friends for Bible study. Our formal Bible study will start from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Then we will have dinner. And afterwards, after dinner, up to midnight, it will be a series of question and answer. That's how hunger they are for the word of the Lord. She learned to prioritize her relationship with God. She gave to work of the Lord. She faithfully gave her tithes. And, from, and, he, and she learned to bless the pastors and missionaries and churches. Now, after 10 years, every Tuesday... Around 20 pastors attend the weekly dinner for pastors and wife. They also organize a year-end party. And this year, they are preparing to bless 100 pastors. And also, we are preparing a box for them. About to be sent, hopefully, before this month end. She looked back and she is so grateful for what God had done to her and to her family. Now she has four stalls in the mall and her children are now into other business. Some are into exports. Then they make sure that they will be faithful to God in tithing and portion of their earnings will go to church workers in help and in and in help in building churches small churches and even contributing to the needs of of other ministry they look back and they are grateful now cheerful giving is good Cheerful giving is good, for it will result in many expressions of thanks to God. In 2 Corinthians 9 verse 12, The service that you perform is not only supplying the needs of God's people, but is also overflowing in many expressions of thanks to God. So we praise God for what He had done. We are here because God used individuals, churches, missionaries, pastors who prayed, who saw, who gives, who taught, who preached, who encouraged us, who visited us. There are many people who invested in us whom God has used 
we were ministered, and now some of you are already ministering because you receive ministry from others. Now, I know a man, I know a generous man. He helped a lot, and many times people will not have knowledge that he is the one who helped them. I once heard him said, what he has comes from God. God is the one who enriched him, and any wall and any wealth that he has now is owned by God, and he is just a steward. So he looked at himself as God's steward. He always said, I am not the owner, God is the owner. I just manage the resources he entrusted to me. And he just wants to be found faithful as servant of God. So he gave because he knows that he is a steward. As we look back to the Bible, we could see uh, models of that, like, like Gaius, Barnabas, who, who see that what they have is at his at God's disposal, that he himself is God's disposal. So he looked at the present, and he saw himself as God's steward. Last, his cheerful giving has rippling effect. It, it has a rippling effect, not only to believers, but to all people that being rich, because we give. Last year, my wife uh, received a message coming from someone whom we helped, and we already forgotten. And she said, "Mom, how could I help others?" First, she saw, she said. Where is your church? And, we said, and she said, that, and my wife said, oh, we are already based here in Taiwan. So, mom, we, we, were, we, are, the, we are one of the family that you reached when they, uh, during, during the typhoon. And we are now blessed, and we want to bless others also. So what we did is to give her a list of Christian organizations or churches that she could plant her seed. So, brothers and sisters, giving has eternal implication. It has, it will ripple to eternity. Okay. Now let us read 2 Corinthians nine thirteen to 14. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them all and to all believers will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. So giving has eternal implication. Giving, ha- giving uh, this kind of giving is giving because you want to partner for the gospel, for the propagation of the gospel. Okay. 
Now, in 3 John, we could read the name of Gaius. And in 2 Kings chapter 4, we could read the Shunammite woman. Both of them helped missionaries, traveling missionaries, itinerant ministries, knowing that by helping them, they helped to reach people. They are partner, they are partnering with the ministry so that the ministry could reach more people. Amen. Now, let us always remember that ministry will only be alive if the ministers are alive. Hello. Now, every Thursday, every Thursday, I go to a third section of Chungsan. There is a Filipino mall there. And I do prayer evangelism. I ask people if they want what is what they want to be prayed for i counsel i share the gospel and one thursday i met a stall owner and she said pastor can you pray for me we are praying for god's direction we are praying for we are praying to put up another store south of taiwan and so i prayed and then the next time I met her, I think she, 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 is, hap- she is happy. I think that her play- prayer were answered. And then she asked me about my ministry and, I, and, and the outreaches that we are doing. So I told her, oh, uh, uh, I'm going, uh, we have a ministry at Nankan. Every Friday I'm in Taoyen. In Taoyan, there are around 40,000 Filipinos working. So every Friday, I go to Taoyan to minister. And once a month, we go to Hualien. And, and, and once she heard Hualien, I don't know her, uh, her background, but she said, Oh, Hualien, oh, that is quite far. So how, how your ministry started there? I, I told her that we have one sister who could only attend every three months or in, in a year, four, four times a year, every quarterly. Is that, uh, yeah, quarterly. And then one time, uh, the health of her employer uh, get deteriorated and she was no longer allowed to come to Taipei so she could, serve, she could worship God. And she asked me to visit her. So that one Saturday become two, become two, become three, and it became a, a house church. And 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 during that time, she oh so so how it so how is it now? So this month uh, we already moved to a uh, to a tutorial school. They allowed us to use 
their facility uh, and rent it, they rent it out for us and and she saw the pictures she asked for the pictures and she saw and I, I think one of the things that she noticed is the lack of chairs okay and and she asked me how can I help okay how can I help so obviously there is no chairs so she she presented that she will she will pay for the chairs why because not because of the need but because she knows that she is planting and sowing for the ministry and there will be eternal implication of her sowing there will be souls That will be saved. And every soul that comes back to God, there will be rejoicing in heaven. Amen. So, she gave looking forward to what will happen. Amen. Uh, let us all arise. So, brother and sister, there are, there are many reasons for us to give. We could, we could look back and be grateful to what God had done to our lives. We could look at the present, what He had given us, and Accept that we are His stewards, and what He have is not our own, but for us to manage. Third, we could partner because we know that our giving has eternal implication. We could look forward to what God can do through our giving. Amen. Now, if I preach salvation, what will I do is to invite people to accept Jesus Christ. Amen. Since I preach about giving, what will I do is to challenge you to give cheerfully and generously. Let us all pray. Father, we thank you for your abounding grace. Father, thank you for supplying our needs every day. Thank you for giving us bread for eating and seed for sowing. Lord, thank you for allowing us to take part in the mission of your church. Father, I pray, O oh God, that you may bless us as we became partner, as we partner for the ministry of your church. Bless the work of our hands. With your blessing, we will excel in this grace of giving. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.